Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Overdraft fees are just the worst. Get up to 200 in fee-free overdraft with the Chime checking account. Sign up today at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. You and I have spoken about opening a shop. Guys, we want to open a shop. That would be my floor. that's been my dream. That's the dream. For a long time. But wouldn't it be so much more viable if we, we were able to we had a mixed space? It. Or even live above. Not even above, but you know, there was two parts. The front was a shop, the back was a living space. Yeah. To bring down your costs and actually would help to reinvigorate retail. This comes to another point that is, I feel very strongly about is that retail is a job that cannot be worked remotely. So for a lot of people in a lot of industries, they can actually move outwards of the city, find cheaper places to live and still have the opportunities of the salary, the job, you know, that they're going for. Within retail, it's a physical in-person role, right? Mm. You don't want to be, and it's not worth doing personally because we're not paid enough to travel two hours by train to get to a retail job, to travel an hour and a half on a train that well, you're it's paying. it's not which, financially viable to no, do, is it? No, not at all. That's the issue. If you work in retail and people are saying, well, just live outside of London, you can't afford to pay the transport to get into your job. And this is my point. So this is the issue I'm having at the moment is like, my basically I'm fortunate in the sense that I make commission which a lot of people don't in retail so I can actually try and up my salary if I work hard or just get lucky essentially and that commission is all on my travel I think also just that's what it. that kind of hybrid working remote yeah. working affords people that don't work in retail is that little bit of time where you can squeeze out to have a side hustle. Yeah. You know, you're selling online or you're doing other bits and pieces as a second revenue stream. Yeah. If you work in retail, which is exhausting work, five days a week, often doing unpaid overtimes we've discussed. Yeah. Christmas and hours. And then commuting two hours to the only flat that you can afford on the edges of London, yeah. not even in London. Where is this time to earn the second passive income that everyone's talking about on social media? Just is none. Like, just get a passive income. And I think that, that how expensive, even for me, I live in zone two, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, I live in, I'm, I'm not on the edge of like outskirts of London. Like, I'm not zone five. I, it cost me hundreds, over a hundred pounds easily in transport. I'm like, 200 pounds. Yeah. More, so. Yeah, definitely. And that's just going to work, by the way. That's just going to work, not going, traveling to see my friends. I know it's capped at a certain price, but like, it's insane to me that that is the price. Like, and in retail, I don't know the history, obviously, but, but like, typically people would work in shops in their local area. Mm. And that retail, what was nice about it is people could walk to their local retail shop, right? They would walk. That's the benefit of should be of retail is that mm. it's everywhere it's an industry that's spread around 
But now they pay so poorly, you do have to travel into central London to try and get those higher wages. And then you're spending most of your salary on rent, travel. What does that leave you to live off? How are you enjoying your city? the mental health implications of that. You know, we, we've had lots of people reaching out, talking about, you know, employees that are purposefully understaffing their stores. Yeah. It's one thing if a retailer is struggling. I've worked at struggling retailers where, you know, the first thing to go is, is they look at the headcount. Like, yeah. how can we reduce costs? But for companies that are successful, are turning huge profits, Zara... Um, we've had so many Zara employees reaching out to us. So shout out to anyone that works in Zara. Yeah, like, tough job. Yeah, we see how overworked the staff are and how understaffed the shop floor is, you know? So people that work there are working really long days doing far more than they should be. Mentally exhausting, not paid then well. getting a train two hours home all the while meant to be either searching for another job or finding a new flat. When they get home, yeah. It's like the mental health toll, I think, of, you know, working in retail and navigating, you know, the cost of living crisis and the increases in, you know, rental costs. Yeah. It's almost a barrier to to moving ahead in your career because you're so... I've certainly experienced this you know, you're just exhausted. Yeah. And on my day off, the last thing I want to do is open a laptop. And write a job application. And start doing job applications for a role that LinkedIn says there's a thousand applicants. And that you know in a few weeks' time you'll have the rejection. There was a time <laughs> when retail, you know, and I talk so fondly about, you know, when I was younger working retail, and not even just a few years ago, where you would go, you would do a job, you were expected to do your job, but it wasn't. It was a lot of fun. You yeah. know, you'd turn in hungover, you'd be with all your mates. It'd just be a laugh, you know. And you had the mental headspace to navigate other things outside of work. And I think now we're at a point that where if you work in retail, you invariably don't have that mental health space to be like, how can I find a path beyond this? Well, you live to work and you work to live. And unfortunately, like you say, especially in cities where you're usually traveling to get to work quite, and it raises your cortisol levels, by the way, when you get the tube, when you get the bus, when mm -hmm. it's packed, when it's like you're running late because it's the train's being held and you wanted that last five minutes in bed or something. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. like, you, th which shouldn't be the luxury, right? Like the stress that you get to work in, like the level of stress, is already bad for you. And then to be lumped with roles beyond what you're actually being paid for, like we need help with this, the stress of being understaffed and having to do three people's worth of work. Yeah. I mean, it's not good for anyone. And then you can't even go and see your friends that evening because you're so exhausted. The idea of traveling like 40 minutes to your friend's house in the opposite direction. Yeah. It's like, why? I, mean, I know I spoke about leaving the job where we worked together. Because, you know, I wanted to buy a place. Yeah. And, you know, on that £31,000, I worked out that with a small deposit, I could probably get a mortgage for around 140000 So say you've got a 20000 deposit, that's one hundred and sixty. Jasmine, tell me, where can I 
buy a flat in London for 160,000? Or where can anyone in retail that's on, I'd say 30s around yeah, average in London. Yeah, that's quite, I would say it's Where good. retail workers tell us, can we buy this flat in London for 140, 50, 60 grand? Garage spaces, that's the only thing I can think of. You know when they show you like a parking space? Yeah, or you do you help went... to buy, but then the other portion you have to rent. Then you're still yeah. talking about what, 13, 14, 1500 a month. So you're still in the same situation. It hasn't freed you in any respect. And also, you're locked in then. And I think for a lot of, like, especially myself, other other people working in this kind of industry, it's so unpredictable. It's like, God, what if next week I'm, you know, made redundant or like the company goes bust or something happens where they like employ AI and they start getting more automatic systems. And then what? I'm lumped with this mortgage that I can't pay. Yeah, and I think it's a conversation that we're not really having in retail. I, I see it a lot, you know, senior managers in their 50s, you know, someone that immediately jumps to mind and other people that are still renting. Yeah. You know, because their salary hasn't enabled them to get onto that And when you ladder. see that at a lower level and you're working there, you, you have like, no well, hope. Yeah. You're like, well, why do I, why would I even bother? Therefore, I'm going to go out and I'm going to get that flat white every morning. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if this is going to be the only joy. I actually... I'm I, not going <laughs> to deny myself this three pounds worth of joy. I actually remember someone saying to me in a job, it wasn't retail, but they said to me, when I said, you know, I was struggling with a salary... And they said to me, you know, do you get a coffee every morning? Is that what you're doing? Well, you can stop that. And I actually said, I don't get a coffee. I don't yeah, drink do you coffee. Do drive a car? No, do drive, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you, do you get do you the tube? Children? Do you have yeah. you know? Yeah. Do you make that choice? It's like, it was beyond insane to me. And I also, I, I, it was good because I didn't drink coffee. And I was like, no, actually I don't. I drink tea at home from the yeah. tea bags. From I mean, Aldi. my favorite thing now is to talk when people are telling me, you know, it's, I talk about the environmental impact of having children. Yeah. And how it's a disgrace. That really gets <laughs> That people. always gets going, doesn't it? That really riles people. <laughs> but yeah, it's tricky stuff out there. It really is. And I feel for everyone that's doing it. But like, where else is there to go, really? You know, it's, 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 it is the, it's a vicious circle, a cycle of like, you want to be in a city that has all the opportunities so you have to pay the money, the rent for that opportunities. You're in the city to get those opportunities, can't get a single opportunity like you and I have experienced, finding it really difficult to break away and f figure out. And then you're stuck with expensive rent. So then you're, you've got to stay in the job. There's no flexibility. You've got to stay in the job that you don't yeah. enjoy because you've got used to that salary. I mean, it, one of the issues I've been having is that some of these roles that are more suited to my degree and my interests and perhaps like what I've been trained in, they don't pay as they don't pay. I say as much, but n close to what I'm earning in retail. Mm. I mean, the flip side. And I as couldn't. Well. Even, yeah. How do I mo move then? How do I move jobs then? Yeah. I mean, the flip side as well, from the consumer's perspective. You know how consumers are always talking about what's happened to customer service on the high street. You know, there's yeah. no customer service. Yeah. It's dreadful. You walk into. You know, for those highly skilled people that work in retail that with years of experience you know that offer exceptional service you know they're leaving retail because yeah. for this reason because they want to be able to start a family buy a house 
So yes, you know, and I'm I'm fully on the side of young people in retail. You know, yeah. I am. Yeah, yeah. But also, I think we need to be having that conversation about, well, why can't people that are experienced retailers, you know, experienced salespeople, why aren't they staying in these jobs? Yeah. And the reason is because the salaries are too low to afford the basic bargain of what we were sold. You know, yeah. we were talking last week about you saying you played the game, you did the degree, yeah. you did what you were told to do, and then you still struggled. It's like the basic bargain no longer holds any weight, which was if you work hard, you will get ahead, you'll be able to afford a house, you'll be able to have a child. Those things don't exist anymore. You know, so telling people just to, you know, keep pushing. Yeah, keep when, going. And like, and like we've said about the renting, like they don't realize what those people are going back home to, right? Like the issues with the flats. And it's like COVID, if it's taught us nothing, how how having a good home environment is so important. It's so important because God forbid something like that happens again. And like, say you and I are in these like tiny little one bed studios yeah, without I water. I worked with someone on the shop floor and um, she was like, I'm looking for a new place, a new room, I'm looking for a new room share. I was yeah. like, a what? Room share? A room share, and as I've been searching now, I'm looking for a flat on spare room. Yeah. Room oh, I share saw that. Now. So people in London are sharing rooms, so multiple beds in one room. It's it's nuts. We're going back to like tenements in New York, you know, where people yeah. are literally, well, not even in New York, in uh, like Notting Hill, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. in the 50s, where you have multiple, multiple occupancy of people that aren't related, don't even know each other. Yeah. Just trying to get ahead. Yeah, just will do anything to have somewhere to live, to have the opportunities that London so-called affords you. And it does, you know. I mean, that's the, that's why we're all still here. Yeah. The The opportunities are harder to come by. It's It's so much more competitive, but you feel, I think particularly if you're a creative, or anything, creative, finance, law. Finance, not. Yeah, not you kind of really. need to be in London. Oh, yeah, to be, yeah. But I thought you were saying there's struggle with opportunity. That's no, like, I'm saying but you, you still the pull of yeah, you need to be in London absolutely. in order to get ahead with your career. Yeah. It still needs to happen. I'm all for, like, expanding things to outside the, London. I think there should be industry moving to other parts of the well, UK. That the whole conservative levelling up strategy that we What's, were talking about, oh which God. is about moving, you know, jobs and industry outside of London. So it was kind of, you know, there were opportunities across the whole breadth of the country. Oh. But that just hasn't happened. No. It hasn't materialised. And HS2, the, you know, the high-speed railway... Waste of time. ...is a total car crash. But actually... It made sense when the plan was for it to go to Manchester, yeah. to Leeds, to the northeast where I'm from. I'm from Darlington in County Durham. Not that anyone thinks he is. <laughs> and um, Darlow, shout out anyone listening from Darlow. Um, hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You know, now HS2 will go to Birmingham only. You can already get, get there. from Birmingham <laughs> to London in what? Just over an hour. Hour and a half, 45 minutes, yeah. I'm like, I don't get it. But, you know, things like, I suppose successful uh, examples would be, you know, the BBC in Salford. Yes. A lot of jobs in Salford or uh, the civil service. So there's a lot of civil service jobs in Darlington, actually. Yeah. Student finance is there. I think uh, work and pensions is there. That's good. So there are jobs, but in many towns and many regional cities, retail remains That's how the I biggest started. employer. That's you know? how I started in retail. In fact, when I was at school, my work experience was retail. I found these, those, these two little ladies who ran like a mother of the bride store. And when we had to find something one day a week, I went there. And that's what I mean about retail. It actually does give you the freedom to live in other places. But yeah, at, so. it used to, that was the whole benefit of retail. But now, more and more, it's the same as these other industries. Like, you're going to have to go to the huge cities to even get a salary that will afford you what you want. Yeah. I mean, I've looked at retail jobs outside of London and it's penny. It's even worse. It's peanuts. Yeah. I mean, I don't think the intention for this podcast was just for us to get political. But I mean, if you work on the shop floor, you are frustrated by what you see. You know, yeah. retail is the biggest employer in the UK. So therefore, it means, you know, the majority, you know, the biggest employer is employing people that are struggling. Yeah. You know, that's the, that's the reality. Yeah. You know, and the struggle that we're talking about, you know, we're lucky, you know, we've had, you know, we were talking last week about we went to great unis and we've, we've had these opportunities. Yeah. Um, for many people, you know, and for me included, 25 years in retail, you know, it's like, it's been my life's work. Yeah. But I've, haven't been able to to do the things that I've wanted to do. I yeah. would love to at forty be able to say, you have a I flat. own a property. But the rea- reality is, I'm forty and I live in a house share. You know, yeah. I'm not ashamed, but that's that's the reality. I think we need to start talking about. And this. for a lot of people, they they are relying on their friends and family, not because they they don't want that. It's because they just can't. It's not accessible. Yeah, and also I think there's an element of shame, you know, it's like that relying on the bank of mum and dad. And I think, again, Daily Mail kind of makes out that we're just, young people aren't able to forge a path on their own. But if you are signing for a flat, so what yeah. is it? Six weeks deposit? Oh my gosh. One month it's, rent up front? It's beyond, it's beyond every like holding deposit. And you're already paying rent, so you're already... <sighs> Where is this money materialising And that's even from? just to rent. So that's even if you want to go from one property to the next. So like for me, 
I'll have to start putting down that money. So all that money I've barely scraped to save the last year will go straight yeah, on to being able to rent retailers, another Retailers, forget the cycle to work scheme. We're not interested in cycling <sighs> yeah. to work. We're good for that. Yeah, we work. You know, it would take me two hours. a mortgage deposit scheme, you know, that's paid off over a period or government legislation which introduced a mortgage pension, uh, sorry, a mortgage deposit scheme. Exactly. That if you move to a different role, it would be transferred and you would keep paying off the deposit which enabled you to get onto the property ladder. Yeah. Like these supposed benefits that retailers are offering are a joke. I don't want to cycle in the polluted streets of London. And or even or even like offering if it's a big store, because I know people that have worked in like chain, big chains, is like allow them to work closer to home. Because I've known people who go, there'll be jobs in, closer, in their store closest to them. And they go, no, no, that, you can't go for that supervisor role, I'm afraid. Because you need to be have someone from this store to vouch for you to go to that store. And we, It's insane. Yeah. Like, where are the parks? You can't have employees if we have nowhere to live. I think this is the problem in the sense that if you're a good employee, they keep you where they want you. They don't think, yeah. how can we support the employee to yeah. make life easier for them or they want to move ahead or they want to move stores. How can we make that happen? Instead of thinking, well, no, actually, that you know, they're really bringing in the money in this store on Oxford Street. So let's just keep them there. Yeah. It doesn't suit them, but it suits us. And didn't you have someone say to you um, when you're saying, oh, I really want to be able to get a mortgage and they were like, yeah, I know what you mean. I'm trying to do that for a second home. Yeah. <laughs> I've, you know, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. We've just, you know, got a mortgage on a second home as a nightmare. <laughs> it's like... Here's me, like... Can't even get a first home or half of a first home. <laughs> Never mind a second, third or fourth. Yeah, and I think that's why it's important that on this podcast we kind of, we just, we're, we just need to be real. Because I know that everyone that's tuning in will have similar experiences from... You know, working yeah. in retail, trying to navigate life. And even like people that we've had commenting have actually taught us so much. And like, even if you guys know about things or initiatives or like, I'm interested in hearing about that too, if there are any schemes out there. I mean, certainly probably not in London, but I've seen, you know, there are lots of local councils and charities that do want to help young people. Uh, my mum works for like a local council and, you know, they are trying to, but equally they have no money to initiate some of these schemes and they find it frustrating. They find it incredibly frustrating that they can't help support young people to move out of home. And the amount of self-esteem it gives you when you're able to leave home and be self-sufficient and be independent. That's all anybody wants. Yeah. All young people want independence. Yeah. Nobody wants to be chained to their parents for the rest of their life. This narrative that young people are lazy at the age of 18, did you or I want to be living at home? It was no. the last place I wanted to be. <laughs> Do you know what I'd I mean? Be, you wanted to be in a stranger's home. <laughs> well, that happened too many times. Um, you know, we don't, young people don't want to be at home. They no. want to be able to work hard, but get ahead. Yeah. And we want, and like every, most people I know dream of having their own little space, having to, getting to live their own routine, not having to listen, you know, live this sort of confined mum and dad's lifestyle. Mm. That's not what it's about. But everyone... Nobody wants to be having sex in their parents' house. <sighs> Definitely not. And oh, the thought that gives me shivers, actually. I've never oh. done that. It's too terrifying. You've never done never. that? I don't believe you. No, seriously. <laughs> oh my God. I haven't. 
It's just, no, it's those two it's, things. And in fact, I don't need, you know. You want your independence, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you just obviously want something else, don't you? <laughs> and, and you know, also it's so many people do it, right? Like most of my friends have moved back home. Mm. I didn't yeah, want, I didn't want to because I hate going back home. Friends in their 30s. So I had, I told you I'd applied for, well, I'm not in my 30s, 40s now. I'd applied for that job in like- Oh my gosh. West Yorkshire. It was, you know, to assist an MP. I was like, nobody's gonna want this role. It's like a rural setting. <laughs> On a and I was like, I'll move home, 40. Yeah. I'll move home, I can do this job. I'll do it for, you know, a year, year and a half until the election and then hopefully- Come back down. Come back to London and get a government role. Didn't even get an interview, you know? <laughs> But at 40, I was prepared in my mind mentally. I was like, okay, I could move into my mum's or my stepdad's. That could, that's that a viable option. And it's bonkers that kind of the I... societal constraints <laughs> mean that we've normalized those things. You yeah. know, that, that in my mind at 40 is like, okay, that could be a viable option. Yeah, because renting home. a place there wouldn't be. That's no, the thing. Not, exactly. York, York is super expensive. Yeah. Now. My parents are in it's York. It's like Bristol. It's like Manchester. All these places are just, they're just so expensive. Because what I used to do back in the day was I used to look at London prices and I used to depress myself and look at how much it is to rent elsewhere. Mm. And I, I've been doing that recently and I'm, I am shocked by how much they have risen in the other parts. And also I've seen not just, you know, property, but uh, retail spaces. Like you go, I go back to Leeds. There's a real buzz, there's independence popping up, you know, bars, restaurants, shops, because the, the, the retail commercial rents are more affordable than in London. I think London's now getting to that point, and I've certainly seen it in New York. It just feels a lot more homogenized. Yeah. You know, we spoke about the four or five Zaras on Oxford Street. Yeah, not yeah. saying as you and I wanting to open a shop, we're going to open it on Oxford Street. But it's almost an impossibility for us to be like, let's take a risk and open a shop yeah, in who... London and let's see how it goes. You know, it's too, it's too risky and actually an impossibility because they would look at our salaries and be like... Oh, they'd look at us. They'd look at okay. you and definitely not want you renting. Wow, I think I'd be good. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, what's it going to take? Well, that's to, another thing. <laughs> what will it take for you to rent this commercial retail space to me? You'd do anything for anything. that. <laughs> I think that's funny you say that because it's actually like not only can we not afford to rent a place to live, but how is how is this country inspiring and fostering entrepreneurs or brand owners or businesses to reinvigorate? The high streets. If well, you can't, I mean, it's no, it exactly. It's no longer the, the physical space of entrepreneurship, the Is, physical spaces, yeah. the retail spaces, you know, no longer exist. The monetization is is online, you know. I mean, I just don't know how anyone would be able to afford a flat and afford to have a small shop. Yeah, and also, That's... you know, you were talking about community and the importance of community and the places that you live. Yeah. But also shops instill creativity, uh, not creativity. Community. Community. You know, where I'm working at the moment on Portobello, such a mix of people and people just pop in for a chat. You know, they have no intention of buying. People say hello to one another. People know each other's stories. 
you know, there was a lady that I met in a shop on Portobello and during the pandemic, she asked me to take her, her shopping. You know, shops yeah. are hubs of community. They're so important. Yeah, and they're dying. They're dying. You just don't get the same experience online. You just, it no. doesn't, it doesn't translate. There isn't that micro connection that you get when you go into a shop. I have it where near me, funnily enough, with the wine store. But the wine store. <laughs> yeah, the wine. <laughs> like, you know, like an off license. There's one just for wine. Um, and I, I got to know the guy that worked there. And it's funny now when I see him, not at the wine store, like in the street. <laughs> not like that. No. When I see him, I we speak and we talk. Mm. But if you're online shopping you don't make micro connections with anyone because you're not talking to anyone. So you're not actually getting to know people. And like, I got to know about the area I live in just by the people that work in the shops near my house. Like, you know, I have a little row of shops right by my little flat. And I go into, there's like, you know, all these little food shops, there's a cafe, there's a caf, there's, you know, a Greg. Even not just supporting, you feel like you're living. Yeah. You're living in the space. And that what you I are. love is when I speak to the people there who live there, and that is so far and few between now. Lots of those shops, I speak to the, the shop owners and they go, oh, I've, I've driven two hours to work here today. I'm living right down in South London on the cusp. Um, I can't afford to live around here. Yeah, it's and like you when you go, speak to taxi drivers, you're like, do you live around here? It's the, you know, the usual chat, chit chat. Yeah. Like, oh no, I don't even live in London. No, you know, and yet you actually, when you drive out, you see, you don't need taxis parked outside their houses and it's like... Yeah, people can't afford to live in central London. No. It's wild. One day, one day, we'll one, actually... One day. So, like, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> After the holidays, a little cash goes a long way. The Chime checking account has tons of benefits to help, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and thousands of fee-free ATMs. You can even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. Sign up for Chime today at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer.